Good morning! Some people's kids, youth pastors waking up way past their alarms with other youth pastors. I guess not waking up with. Well. Good morning, uh, friends. This is Ian I've and Andrew. I've never woken up with another youth pastor ever. I guess on a retreat, maybe. Yeah, I guess like that, that is. Other, they're right, in we made it less area. awkward. High five! Yes, yeah, let's talk about retreats. Yeah. We're still on the minds of retreats. Yes. Uh, awesome. we we're actually it. trying to plan a getaway for. We've done this once before, where it was me, Andrew, and Jason go and have a retreat where we can just relax and be with our each other and with our wives. And we're trying to plan that so we can just. It's just healthy, man. Yeah. This is why we started we this did podcast. We did it last year. It was awesome. We started this podcast because of how important it is to get connected with other youth pastors and engage with other youth pastors. We'd love for you guys to engage with us. Don't forget that we have a uh, email at somepeopleskidspodcast at gmail.com. And we would also love for you guys to engage by leaving reviews. Um, that's a little less personal, but that also helps us out a lot. So if you guys can leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or even um, if you guys want to engage by donating, you can donate via our Spotify. So Yeah, leave us a review. We've had the same review up there since December. Yeah, we... Come on, we want to hear Reviews stuff. are actually super good for our podcast because yeah. they... They, that's the more reviews we get, the more it branches out to other people. Yeah, so leave us reviews, please. But guys, today we have the second part of our yes. two-part episode where we, I just, I love that part of the that, song. It's a great ending to that song. Such a great song. Uh, but Thank you for listening to two minutes of that song with us. Yes, it's always great. It's a two-minute song. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's, perfect. it's, it's a great perfect song. Jingle. I like it. It gets gets your head moving. I've already been looking into what our season three songs are going to be. Ooh. So that, that'll be fun. All right, talking season three. I know. What in the world? What is happening? Uh, but guys, today we started last week talking about transitioning senior hires into college. But today we're going to be a little bit more specific because... We want to see how do you prepare a student to look for a school or a church when they we don't care about what school to go to. Well, we do kind of. Ideally, they would go to a. They would not leave. <laughs> we love it when they I stay. I love it when they stay. <laughs> yeah, because then they can become a leader. They can like reinvest in the church that we can already keep grown. hanging out with them. Yeah, I could still be around them. Some students, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Jeez, no, that's not true. Any student of Ian's that's listening, he loves all of you equally. Uh, sure. <laughs> that's awesome. But uh, let's let's talk about how do we how do we prepare them to how do what yeah, do you look for? I think it's, what do you? I think it's super important as as we start saying, hey, here's kids that are going to leave that the prime they're going to leave the city that you're in, the town that you're in, to go off to school that you have conversations with them to remind them that hey you're going to go to school life is going to get busy you need to find a church you need to find a church it is vital because you you have especially if they've claimed to be a christian you need to fellowship with other saints other members of the body you you need that and 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 hopefully god's spirit dwelling in you will stir you to that drive you to that to be a part of that don't just stay. Don't just say, "Hey, oh, I'm just going to watch your service online." Get off. Get away from that. Yeah. 
We need to be gathering with saints. Hebrews reminds us of that. Do not neglect that. And it's really easy in college to do that. Because like you always hear, there's not going to be mom and dad there to tell you to wake up at your alarm and go to school. There's not going to be mom and dad to make sure you got your homework. There's also not going to be mom and dad to make sure that you're at church. And you need to be a part of it. And here's the thing. It is so rich as a college student to be a part of a, of a body of believers on your own, not with mom and dad, for you to learn how to become a part of this and involved in this and to have other Christians of different generations, Christians that are your grandparents' age, Christians that are your parents' age, to invest in you, right, to come alongside you. And there's churches that are in college towns that are really mindful of that. So you're going to find good church. You're going to find churches that are mindful of that. My question, though, is always, how do you equip them to see marks of a healthy church? Um, Mark Dever of the Nine Marks Ministries has a book called Nine Marks of a, I think it's called a healthy church, but he walks through nine things. He says that a church should be doing that's biblically healthy. Um, great book to maybe to read with some seniors. I've never done that, but that might be one resource. Um, <laughs> I've never done. This, I've read the book. Totally do. I've this. read the book. I haven't read it with seniors, um, but I do sit down with. I try to sit down with seniors one on one and encourage them, especially kids that I've been discipling one on one. I really want to have this conversation with them. Their uh, senior year in one in a in some kind of capacity, whether it's formal, where I'm just taking all the seniors through something. Or it's just one-on-one and we're having these conversations. So I always like asking the question, what what do you think makes a healthy church? And there's always something along the lines of, well, you know, maybe they preach the Bible or um, good community or good music or things like that. But I really want to come along, along alongside them and say, do you think the Bible says anything about what a healthy church looks like? And I, I think for me, one of the one of the really key passages that really shows what healthy um, fellowship among a body of local a local body of believers, the local church looks like, and I think it comes right out of Acts chapter two, uh, verses forty two through uh, forty five, and and it says this: they devoted themselves uh, to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Um, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together w- with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. couple things I think that come out of that. One is they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. When you come into, this is what I want to encourage a student in. When you come into our church, church that your parents have raised you in, what is one thing that we really emphasize? We emphasize teaching God's word. We do expository preaching where we walk through a passage verse by verse and we expose what the text reveals about Christ and God himself, right? Preach. But then it doesn't stay there. It also, to the fellowship, we felt, so we always say we have a second service which is we come downstairs after and we have coffee and donuts or whatever and we fellowship. We stir each other in good I works. love that. And so that way people are coming together. But it doesn't just stay in the gathering, does it? No, it uh, goes to the 
to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So breaking bread, that could mean communion. Do they partake of, of communion, meaning uh, the, the Lord's table, the, the breaking of the bread and the cup? Do they do that? Maybe they do that once a year. Maybe they do it every week. Maybe they do it once a month. Who knows? Yeah. But are they seeing, are they remembering that together? Also, that can mean, are they living life together? Are mm. they, in Corinthians, I think that's the idea. They're coming together. I want you to go are off. Go off this episode. Keep going. Oh, well, just no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, no, I think no, this what is... I'm saying is keep going. <laughs> okay. Keep going. You, okay. I want you to go off. Yeah, so I want, I, I want my kids, I, I want my students to see, okay, the Bible is saying something about this. This is what a healthy community looks like, a healthy church looks like. So, And then they are, are they praying for each other? Are they directing each other to God himself? Do we, you know, Ian, you and I, we, we've prayed for each other. A week or two ago, I talked to you about how I struggled as a parent. I was struggling, and you prayed for me. That's brothers in the faith who minister and attend two different churches praying for each other. Is the body praying for each other? Are they devoted, committed to prayer? Is the church life on Sunday, are they praying? Are they devoting this service, this worship, this time of worship to God? Are they exhorting the body to God? Is that the central focus? Or is it more you focus? Is it people focus? Which I think there's a healthy balance there. We have people coming. We want to serve people. The, 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 we're serving each other. You're coming in. You talk about this a lot with a servant's mindset. I'm not just there to be, you know, this sermon's not just for me. It's for me to serve others. So when I go and I fellowship, I'm fellowshipping together out of the exhorting of the word. I mean, fellowshipping centered on the word. We It may not be you have the Bible open. My, my senior pastor says this a lot. He's like, it may not be that you have the Bible open and you're chapter versing everything, but it might be that your uh, time together, what you're talking about, is actually godly, is actually biblical, is actually you're building each other up. You're encouraging, encouraging each other in godly things. And I think that's what... You know, that's a couple things you want to see. Are they sharing everything together? And people might go, well, I don't know what that looks like. I'll tell you what that looks like. I was a part of a small group where... Tell me what it looks like. <laughs> I was a part of a small group where we had college students who were coming from Whitworth, and we just found out that a week before that meeting of our small group, they had a car accident. The car was total. They couldn't drive it anymore. Within 40 minutes, we found them another car. We shared, we were sharing things together. This isn't prosperity gospel. This is, we have things. We have 300 people in this church. Someone is going to have a car you can use. Missionaries are coming. Someone in our home, in our church, uh, literally said, You can use our home. We'll go stay at our lake cabin. They have resources to say, this is how you can use it. I think that's what that looks like, sharing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have stories upon stories where you guys needed a car and someone in your church had a car for you yep. to use. So like yep. I think that is yep. applicable there. You come to my house and and you ask me what I bought. I'll show you five things. Yes. His coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And my coffee but, grinder and my but everything the, else, they yeah. they gathered together. They gathered together in the temples. They they, they they wanted to come hear the preaching of God's word, and they fellowship. They live life together. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God. Glad and sincere hearts. Important, important yes. thing. You go off Get now. Get the drama <laughs> out of here. <laughs> well, You're going to be holding on to no nothing. That means people are working through their crap. Yes. People are, you know... 
being salt and light as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens yeah. another, that means I'm going to look at you and be like, bro, I don't think you should be cheating on your wife. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an extreme example <laughs> yeah. of like sin that might be in the church. But let's like... No, no but th- okay, here's the thing, right? On. Here's the thing. One of the best encouragements I ever got was someone was from a pastor who said to me, you're turning your rent in late? Because at Moody, the school we went to, you paid rent. You you rented out these houses that significantly reduced rent, but you paid rent. He goes, is your landlord a Christian? Because if not, this is a really bad witness. Ooh. So so you're getting stirred up in that, right? Hey, you, you might be going to a, a secular college. Are you doing the best work you can? Are, are, is, is your work to glorify God or just to get by? You know, you, you ask those questions. Hey, are you getting in the Word throughout the week at some point? I always encourage college students who are like, like I just don't have time. I got so much homework. I said, one day. Give one morning of one day to the Lord to where you'll get in the Word for a little bit. You'll pray. And you say, this time is protected for Him. He knows. God, God is gracious. He knows the rest of your time is really busy. Give that, right? So, so coming along it's like a tithe yeah it's like it's it's like you that breaking of bread together living life find here's the thing there's going to be your let's say you go to Arizona University University U of A Arizona there's going to be some sweet woman i know a woman who lives in Tucson Arizona i think that's where the university of arizona is who will who is a christian who would love to make you a dinner and just have you sit at their house and rest like fellowshipping with others. So do when when you when you start, this is what I tell my students. Do you know when you start looking for a church? That first Sunday. Yes. I tell parents, I tell parents I said when you go, when you take them and they go visit, you need to ask what where are some where are some churches? We need to go That's visit part churches. Of the visiting. That's part, part of the visit. If and parents, this is big for I think big for you. If you don't prioritize finding a church, you're the they disciple won't. of you're the main disciple maker of this child, yeah. so make sure that is a priority. so 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 you you need to go and there there will be campuses on church, uh, campus crusades will know of good good churches around the area that you can go to. So I I'm really big on those distinctions. Are they preaching God's word? Are they fellowshipping together? What's the community life like? Are they breaking bread? Are they partaking of the elements of of the Lord's supper and um. Do they invite living life together? Um, if you if you can, not all the you know you might think well one church's preaching is a lot better than one church's community. Okay, yeah, you're going to have to bear with some of that. Yeah, you're not going to find one that checks all the boxes off perfectly, but you might go to one and go, man, this community. I feel like I can really be a part of this, can serve in this, and the preaching is good. I value it. It's good. It's from the Bible, and he does a good job, and I'm growing in it. You might go to another one that goes, excuse me, you go. Man, it's close. I can really get there and I can, you know, I'm not trying to bus everywhere and but, you know, the community, I'm trying to get involved, but the preaching's really good. Okay, yeah, you're going to work through that. But do you have the framework to go this is what a healthy biblical church looks like? And um I, and and I think that that's to me is what I try to walk them through. I, sometimes it's one-on-one, sometimes it's in a large group, and I I I want to try to get to this is what the Bible says is a healthy church. Are they preaching Christ? Listen, Are they preaching Christ listen. and him crucified like Paul says? Is that their hope? Is that their message? And 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 and, and that's what they mean by the apostles teaching. What do the apostles teach? They taught Christ. <laughs> that's what they're <laughs> that's what the gospels are about. Yeah. Um 
This is you know what I'm gonna do. So typically, what I do is I will do a senior boys' night and a senior girls' night. Yeah. As my last two youth groups of our season, I think I'm gonna start the Sunday before that, or the Monday before that. Those two nights, I'm gonna preach this passage. It's good. I think that's dope. Like, yeah. I don't think we talk about it enough. I think I do pretty well of setting them up for life. Yeah. Like what we talked in the first episode of setting them up in a sense of like, you need to be visioned, you need to be prepared and start these disciplines now so that later you can like those disciplines aren't, you're not fighting to make those disciplines ingrained where this is telling you, this is like some practical, what do you look for when you're church hopping? Cause, and then, and then what's the result? Uh, They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. It doesn't stop there. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Growth. Growth. Growth, what does that mean, right? If you're a part of a healthy church, you're hearing the gospel preached, you are a part of a community, you know who's going to find that attractive as you start talking about it? Your friends at your school who are nonbelievers. Huzzah! You, just, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, it's like, well, what do I, how do I, what do I bring them to? Invite them to church. If I'm in church to meet the woman, the, the sweet woman who's cooking you this amazing meal, who's hosting a college ministry, like, like there are churches who are geared towards that, who say, you, you have friends? Bring them over. We have plenty of meatloaf. I love meatloaf, by the way. I miss it. My wife hates it. I love meatloaf. I'm all right without meatloaf. Oh, lasagna. Meatloaf. Someone's making a huge sheet pan worth of lasagna. They're going to have extras for your friends to come. Bring them. They and see that community. You always say free food. Yeah, they see that community. That community is attractive. It's appealing, and these people love you. They're loving people. Why? Because of the saving work of Jesus Christ. Like I just think that's the result. The result isn't just that. Oh, I have this great community that makes me feel at home. That makes me home cooked meals, and and they have good preaching. That's great. But then to see your friends that you're making at college saved. That is. That's what. So. So are they preaching God's word? Is there fellowship? Do they partake of breaking bread, both re, you know, remembering Christ's sacrifice through communion, and are they breaking bread together, living life, and are people coming to know the Lord? That's, I think that's what you're looking for. And if you're seeing that, that's a healthy church to be a part of. That's a church. And this is what I tell, you know, I always tell my students, hey, send me links to your church. You want me to look at it, look at the doctrinal statement with you? That's all important. Do that. I'll show you where to find it. The about us. It's what we believe. Read those. Is there anything we might be, you know, that might we have questions about? Don't be afraid to go meet the pastor. Go sit with the pastor. Go say, hey, can I buy you coffee? Most likely he's going to go, nope, I'll buy you coffee because you're a broke college student. <laughs> right? Like, um, no, wait, they, that, that's pastors, man. So, and, so and, say, and, then, and then you go, but you're a broke pastor. Like, yeah, that's true too. But you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, we'll go. We'll go somewhere. They'll give us free coffee. They'll feel bad for both of us. We'll just pretend to be. Uh... Guys, that was incredible. That was good. Uh, yeah, you man. Just, the oh, you could have went good. off, man. You could have just took off. Well, and you didn't. I didn't have enough coffee yet. Yeah, <laughs> they have free coffee. Guys, this is some people's kids. Youth pastors just yelling, preach, when Andrew's up there with other youth pastors. Mm. That's not what I said at the beginning, but it felt right. It felt yeah. right. We need to change it up. That yeah, was changed it. That was he changed good. it. He a little curveball at him. Yeah, that's right. Randy Johnson. He's more of a fastball pitcher. Though. That's right. You know who Randy Johnson was? I've heard his name. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was so disgusted that he said that. Nah. Some people's kids. I'm trying to remember right. what his nickname was. Now I'm discussing with myself. It wasn't the big ticket, was it? Do you have a Randy Johnson card for your no. collection? No. Whoa. Yes, my dad had Randy Johnson cards. Yeah, for sure. So you have one. I have one. Yeah. Okay, cool. But was he the big ticket? Someone will know. Someone will listen to this. No. Somebody. Was your dad a baseball guy? Yes. He'll Not, know. I don't know. He's. I don't think he's into sports too much now. But he'll he'll remember Randy Johnson probably. Yeah, probably. All right. Dad, close us Help out. us out. Guys, listen, this is Sub People's Kids. We love you guys so much. Hey, we would love for you guys to support us by giving us a review on iTunes. So if you guys could go over to iTunes and give us to Apple Podcasts and give us a review, that would be spectacular. That gives us, that's a good way of, ah. give, a free way of giving us uh, your love and affection. And then also, if you want to go above and beyond, you go to Spotify and support us with a monthly donation. That would be wonderful to help us grow. There's a few ways of... Uh, that we've been saving up to try and uh, support. Other than that, we love you guys, and we'll see you next big time. Big Unit. His nickname was The Big Unit, not The Big Ticket. No You're one cares. a big unit. No one cares. I care. <laughs> Talk to you all later. Love you guys.